Human relationships are built when people increase intimacy, i.e. slowly close the gap between them. But this cannot be rushed. Even two people who are madly in love, living happily ever after, had to first start with a hello and a little chit-chat about nothing in particular. Many people think that small talk is a hindrance, but it's actually what makes it possible to have the deep and meaningful conversations. Why? Because if you barge ahead and try to engage with someone on a very intimate level early on in a conversation, it's a little like rushing up to a stranger and giving them a kiss. It might work out for the best, but your chances of causing outrageous offense are probably far, far greater. What's more, this offense might be so great that you could permanently put off someone who might have actually wanted to give you a kiss at some point anyway. That's what small talk is about, lowering the chances of causing offense and increasing the chances of later connection and rapport. With that in mind, let's look at the topics and ideas that almost all cultures can agree are out of bounds when it comes to successful small talk. Sure, you might talk about these things with people once you know them better. In fact, gradually broaching these topics is a clear signal that you're closing that gap and creating more distance with someone. But unless you're at that point, try to completely avoid the following topics. 1. Appearances 2. Money 3. Sex 4. Politics 5. Religion Yes, yes, everyone knows that these are the most interesting things, but ignore this rule at your peril. Let's take a closer look. Appearances What's the best way to comment on someone's appearance? The answer is, there isn't one. Just don't do it, period. Clinical psychologist Dr. Desta suggests the five-second rule, which goes like this. You can comment on any aspect of someone's appearance if, and only if, they can change it in five seconds. If it would take them more than five seconds to change it, then hush especially if the comment is based on your opinion. If someone has a little crumb stuck to the side of their face, you can comment on it since it will only take them a moment to address. If someone appears to be tired and disheveled, don't comment, since they can't do much to fix any of that in just five seconds. If someone's necklace is on backward, you can say something. If someone is dressed too formally for the occasion, stay quiet. There's nothing they can do about it now, right? Generally, avoid commenting on someone's weight, age, body size, outfit, teeth, scars, acne, injuries, race, hair type or style, height, face structure. You get the picture. So, if you see someone who's got a horrendous sunburn, keep quiet about it. Don't say, oh my God, look at your horrendous sunburn. That will only put them on the spot and make them feel uncomfortable and judged. If you're wondering, oh, what about giving them a nice compliment? Well, this can be as dangerous a minefield as a thinly veiled insult. Consider the topic of weight loss. You see an old friend who's lost a bunch of weight, and you say, Whoa, you've lost so much weight, you look amazing. 
But later you find out she's been battling cancer and chemo treatment, and her weight loss is something she's deeply embarrassed and unhappy about. Oops. Or perhaps she doesn't have cancer at all and has just naturally lost a bit of weight, but now she thinks to herself, I didn't think I was fat before, but I do now. Oops, again. Your comment will feel like judgment, even if it's intended to be praise. According to L.A. eating disorder specialist Dr. Lauren Molheim, this is why you should simply avoid commenting on weight, body shape, or eating habits entirely. Even if it feels like you're being complimentary, you're actually making valued judgments about what kinds of bodies or lifestyles are better than others. For example, the person being praised for losing weight may register the conditional nature of that statement, i.e., you'll be unhappy if they gain weight. And the other people in the room may wonder, does that mean they think badly about my body then? It's a minefield. Best to avoid mentioning these topics at all, and that includes things like eating habits, how much you eat, why, what kind of food, when, and so on. This can be just as damaging, if not more so. Avoid commenting on dietary restrictions, or things like vegetarianism, on the size of their portion, on how clean or healthy their meal is, on the cost, on the way they're eating it, on their appetite, or on their tastes and preferences. Food is a deeply personal matter, and you can quickly cause offense before you know it. It goes deeper than this, though. If you want to give a compliment, do so for something you know the person themselves is proud about i.e., something they can and have controlled. If you praise someone for their beautiful eye color, you're praising them for something they had no hand in, and therefore, it might feel like a completely hollow observation. It's even worse if you compliment them for something that's only valuable to you, but not them. For example, men may cause offense by complimenting a woman's sexiness, unaware that she regards sexiness as the very least interesting thing about her. People often feel far more validated and seen if you acknowledge their hard work, their strength, their kindness, their unique personality, their creative efforts, or how much dedication they've put into a much-loved project. Money. This one is much less of a minefield. Just don't talk about it. Appropriate questions and comments a person's job, what they like about that job, and that's about it. Inappropriate questions and comments, their salary, how much they've saved or invested, how much they've paid for something, including their house or car, how much debt they have, whether they can afford something or not, what their credit rating is, whether you can borrow money from them. The reason is obvious. Talking about money is a fast track for landing in uncomfortable and awkward territory that may lead to misunderstandings, judgments, and hurt feelings. Don't ask for money advice or give it. Similarly, avoid putting hard figures on things and broadcasting strong opinions about costs. If you say something like, You'd have to be an idiot to buy that. No coffee machine is worth $4,000. Or, 
It's only $4,000? What a bargain. I should get two. Then you're sending strong, possibly alienating messages to people around you. If you can, be gracious and avoid overly probing questions. And change the topic if people are being nosy. Money is not just about money, though. Try to be mindful and avoid judgments or assumptions about people's backgrounds, their socioeconomic class, or what is considered either cheap or a luxury. Sex, politics, and religion, the classic trio, and for a good reason. Steer clear of bringing up these subjects, unless you want to run the risk of being thrust in the middle of an uh, animated discussion. All three topics are extremely personal and almost guaranteed to invite disagreement or outright division. It's simply too easy to offend people, and it's never worth it. If you find this particular conversation rule annoying, just remind yourself that the function of small talk is not to bring anyone around to your opinion or put the world to rights. It's only about creating connection or rapport. That's it. It doesn't matter in the least who's right. Imagine having a relative stranger come up to you and tell you all about exactly what they think of gay adoption, gun ownership, and the good Lord himself. Are you interested? Probably not. Just remember that when you feel compelled to share your opinions with others, in the best possible way, they're likely not interested. There's nothing to say you can't share all your deepest and potentially controversial opinions with people later when you know them better, only that there's a time and a place, and it's usually not when you've just met them. The reason these topics are off-limits is, again, because they create a degree of closeness and intimacy that might not be appropriate or shared. Remember that small talk is gradual. It's not merely politeness that keeps you from talking about life after death, or feminism, or universal basic income with people you don't know well. It's treating more sensitive topics with a greater degree of care and tact. 